Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs, and I hope you are having a really beautiful October. In this month, the best. I don't know where you live, but in Nashville and around here, October is really where the fall kicks in, and I love it. I love the changing of the leaves. I love getting to wear boots. I just am thrilled about it. So welcome to October, friends. I am so, so glad that it's here. I love the fall. It's going to be so fun. We have a great month of podcasts ahead of us. You heard Carlos last week kicking off October, and I hope you have gotten a chance to grab his book, Kill the Spider. It's just super beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of work that he poured his heart and soul into. Today on the podcast, we have two of my very dear friends that I love and adore, Jeff and Alyssa Bethke. They live in Maui, Hawaii, and they are each authors in their own right. They each have their own books, and they have written a book together about dating, sex, marriage, all the good stuff about loving other people, and it is called Love That Lasts. And so uh, we got together tonight. It's tonight for me. I recorded it at night because they live in Hawaii, and that has to be daytime. And so we got together and just chatted for a while about everything, particularly about dating and authors that we love and kids and Legos. So all the things that you came here for, right? So here is my conversation with Jeff and Alyssa Bethke. How are you doing, by the way? I'm great. I am just excellent. Nothing too exciting. I took a, a big chunk of August off and rested, which was awesome. Oh, good. It was That's just awesome. nice. You know, people underestimate how much... Well, I, that's an unfair statement. I underestimated how little vacation comes when you only take one or two days off at a time, right? And oh, how totally. it feels yeah. in your soul. And so totally. taking three weeks really changed my insides. Yeah, you need like the rhythmic sabbatical almost, which is a lot more than just like a weekend or whatever. Right. But listen, I am so hesitant to use the word sabbatical, Jeff, because I feel like you have to really work for God to get a sabbatical. <laughs> oh, totally. Like yeah. My life yeah, you gotta is be way too a, fun. You, yeah, you have to have at least like 15 plus years dedicated yeah. service. Yeah, gotta, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sabbatical I mean, people, is what happens when you've done like been in the trenches for 40 years. That's it. That's it. And that is not me. I'm like, why, why don't doctors get sabbaticals? They're literally yeah, exactly. saving lives. They just get to take vacations. So I literally am not a better person than a doctor. And so I did not go on sabbatical. I took vacation. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I just can't do it. I can't feel it. Um, what do you guys... Okay, so you're in Hawaii. In Nashville, it's 6 p.m. Is it lunchtime for you guys? Is it noon? It's yeah, we j- one. Yeah, just finished feeding feeding the kids lunch and putting the kids down for lunchtime nap. That's how crazy yeah. it is. So thanks for doing this later, by the way. This makes it the easiest for us to not have, you know, three-year-olds running in and yelling on the microphone and but stuff. But I do love your children, so it would have been fine with me. Okay, so I was it's fine in... the first 10 times. Yeah, that's right. You're like, it's less fine with us. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I was in Maui in 2015. Is that when I stayed with you guys? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Two summers ago? Yeah, because we, we didn't move here till yeah, January 2015. Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when did y'all move into the house you're in now? That was about six. January? Yeah, January 2017. Y'all, y'all so, yeah. love moving in January. <laughs> January know, right? 2019, here comes our next house. 
We missed you, though. You got to come back. I know. I really want to. I love it. And I just, I mean, y'all are so, y'all are just my people. It's just easy, you know? I know. <laughs> no, we had a blast. That was so fun. But no, I'm, I know. We, we, we know the life that you live as well as being speakers and authors, too, where it's like you only, well, once you, once you have subsidized vacations, I call them, then you don't, you don't go until you get another speaking gig. You know, you don't just go on your right. own terms. Right. Too much money. Right. And <laughs> it's like, no, I'll, I'll give me a speaking gig out there, then I'll come visit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd love to come see you guys as soon as uh, Maui first. Baptist. Yeah, yeah exactly. need me to come do a exactly. Sunday morning in a women's conference because there's no way they're paying me just to do one or the other. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too, too painful to, to, to foot, the own bill, foot your own bill once you've done it the other way. Are y'all having people come and visit you all the time? That like I feel like you have guests a lot. I'll let Alyssa answer that one. <laughs> is, is this part of the podcast? Yes, we're recording, so okay. you need to <laughs> proceed with the truest answer that you want publicly heard. Okay. Um, no, we have guests a lot, and it's funny because I was so looking forward to the summer. I'm like, oh, summer, we get, like, vacation. We're going to lay on the beach the whole time, just like, you know, what you grow up thinking of. And then we realize summers here are actually the busiest because everyone wants to come visit. Oh, yeah, that's when everyone else has the time off and want to come to you. And so this summer we overcommitted ourselves and we literally had people back to back. No, ma'am. Yes. And so we're like, okay, for next summer, we're going to make some hard rules, but we still love having people come visit. And that is a little bit of a kind of, or note of a lesson we learned where you know, how much, even if something's your calling or your vocation in some sense, you still have to set healthy boundaries. It doesn't mean you just go crazy. And because for us, we see hospitality as one of the main parts of our family and our yeah. giftings and oh, just how we want to yeah, proceed in life. But yet you still have to set boundaries yeah. with the, the the burdens or at least the um, focuses God wants you to put on your life. Mm-hmm. And, and that was when we learned this one is like, yeah, we might be called to really be hospital and really make a safe haven for people to come vacation, come hang, come take a sabbatical. Uh-huh, um, but, uh-huh. um, but also still set boundaries. And I think but that's those sabbatical people are so yeah. old. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the old Christians right. are coming to yeah, sabbatical. Exactly, exactly. The rest of us yep. are vacationing and all the like seasoned saints will be sabbaticaling yep. in Maui, like Mike Foster. <laughs> Hey, he comes like twice I a year. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's the one that Mike's comes to man. mind. Oh, I just love that guy so much. <laughs> I think that he deserves a sabbatical. I'll give Mike a sabbatical. He's not even that old, yeah, but he's like... earned it. That's what we should start doing, you guys, is just deciding executively which people in our world get sabbaticals and which have to take vacations. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay, you've earned the privilege. Yeah, you've that's worked right. hard enough. It's one of yeah. those oh, like white Only four people got saved in your ministry? Yeah. Okay, you can have a half vacation, <laughs> half sabbatical. That's right. That's right. And we like move their magnet over from green to red. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. did you see that their book did really well? <laughs> they got an endorsement from they got an endorsement from Beth Moore. They deserve a sabbatical. Oh, yeah, sabbatical. They got one from Annie Downs. They're on vacation. oh that's amazing oh i think that's great okay so but you travel y'all both travel to the mainland pretty frequently yeah we well we used to and then when canon was born we kind of stopped oh did you like make the choice i mean did did canon make the choice for you being that you're tiny (laughs) and cannot exist without an adult supervision yeah exactly (laughs) well before canon was born jeff was doing seminary so he would go to portland once a month Mm -hmm. yeah and then kind of like take on the speaking gig um, whenever he went. And so it ended up being like a week gone every month. And then plus, you know. Little one-offs here and there. We just realized yeah, it wasn't. it was just a lot. And towards yeah. the end, 
Kinsley started to understand, so she would be bawling every time we dropped her oh. there. It was so sad. No, and here's like, and this is one thing I would say, and it, every person, back to the vocation thing, every person has to flesh that out in their yeah. own life right. of what's best for them. And for a season that was like our jam, and that's what God called us to, yeah. and that's what God had for us. But then there was a season where that wasn't right. And sure. one of the one of my mentors kind of um really convicted me where. You know, uh, he was basically, I think we'd been married like three years at the time. And Alyssa, I wouldn't say was like sinking in any regards, but she was definitely having a lot of, we were definitely having, we were definitely having a lot of headbutting over like. I just uh, got anxious a lot. Yeah. And and it was just really difficult on our family and our rhythms and our flourishing. And I was just like, but I, but this is what the Lord has for us or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, um, my, uh, our mentor or one of our mentors and the, the husband was like, uh, Jeff, you're not single anymore. Like you don't have a singles ministry. Like it's kind of like you, like it's not. There, the, you, like he, he was just basically like one of the bad things we do in the Western church is like when you get married, you kind of think that, especially the guy does this mistake where it's like God gives you a calling. And then when you get married, it's kind of like, all right, wife and kids get on board or else it's just going to suck for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was kind of like, that's not how it works. He goes, every stage you get a new calling. So yeah, God had that calling for you when you were kind of single and could do your thing. And when you guys were dating and when you guys were married, it was fun to travel the world and speak. But then once you start having, you know, you get married, you got to re-ask what's our calling, not mine. And then once you have kids, it's what's our family's calling. And a lot of times, and I just, I just got really convicted of like, you know, that that's how you get to those places where the family gets sacrificed on the altar of ministry is when you start saying, God gave me this calling rather than no, God gave us a calling. And, and yeah. when it's, when it's a family and if the family, if everyone in the family is saying, and eh, this is not making us flourish, well, then that's probably not from the Lord. You know, it's probably something that you need to leave behind. But all that to say, quick, sm- a long answer for that's what right. we kind of learned of like, you know, there is some marriages where that is their jam and, you know, it let's totally get on a works. tour bus with the kids yeah. and go crush it. But for our family, like we do not flourish when we are just floating like crazy through the speaking <laughs> circuit. And yeah. so I kind of had to put at that least, aside. At least for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's really interesting. Y'all's new book, which we are going to get to, but we're already going there on accident. Um, Love That Lasts is really about God's way for love and dating. And so would you, I mean, would you call it the modern day true love waits? Is that what we're, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding, you guys. Oh my gosh. We actually, well, it's funny you said that because we actually do very much talk about that movement in the book. <laughs> or yeah. is it more like um, Kiss, Day, and Goodbye? Which one? <laughs> we reference both of those books in the book. No, but really, I mean, y'all have known me for a while. Looking at my life and thinking about my desire to get married and, and partnering my life with someone else, what would you say to a single person like me who, who has a pretty um, defined calling but some point, sooner rather than later, you hear me, Lord, uh, partner <laughs> up with someone else who ha- who also probably, I'm not going to marry a 19-year-old, right? Like, I'll probably marry someone else who has a really defined calling. What would you tell me to do right now in preparation for that side of marriage? Shoot, that's a good question. I don't think we've ever been asked that specific Thank question. You. But I think of... That, um, I mean, that's a really good question because like what you say, yeah, there's just the inertia of life where the longer two single people in their adult lives are going forward, the more they will be cemented in their rhythms, callings, are you locations, hitting the et cetera. Desk over and over. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You're getting so enthusiastic about my future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone, ever, everyone who's watched one YouTube video of me knows that my hands are just flailing that's right, right now. I love it. I love it. But basically, yeah. I mean, I think of like, you know, our closest 
kind of almost uh, they're not blood aunt and uncle, but they're close in, in, in that sense. And, you know, they got married. You know, they both got married. They got married like in their 50s or late 40s. 40s. And that, they, 40s. they just talk about that of like, man, we had 20 something solid years of like doing life my way and my calling and my vocation. And so it's just more of a collision. I don't know if I have any particular. And that's one argument I usually tell uh sometimes in with in regards to people getting married younger of like you know there's a lot of difficulties of getting married at 19 for right, sure right but there's one helpful thing is you kind of get to figure on your own i don't you know build Lizzie, your you lives together right like it's either yeah. two adults who have adult lives they that the beauty is you have adult lives the challenge is you combine them or you're two 19 year olds and the beauty is you don't have adult lives and the challenge is you have to build them together right yeah that's a good way to put right. it it's like it's kind of so no good. no version can escape hardship it's that's more right. just a or different beauty, version right? of that's yeah, my enneagram totally. 7 coming out being like but it's also everybody has fun okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good question. I actually am going to think about that a lot more once we hang up. Okay. Well, that's not going to help me a lot. I mean, you can call me, but that's probably going to not help my listener. It'll help me. You just pick up your phone. Because, I, you know, one of the things that I feel like we've even talked about this, y'all, but one of the things I think is really important is to prepare for the season that's coming. And and so we do that when it's when winter's going to spring, and we do that when summer's going to fall. And when you feel like God has something for you, you prepare for it, right? And so I want to do the things that make my body and my spirit aligned with what I believe God has for me. And so when y'all are telling me that that's a challenge for you right now, I go, oh, well, then that's going to be a challenge for me and my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like it will be because you've been, you guys will have to combine your lives together. But at the same time, like God knows, like, in what you're doing right now, he's preparing your heart. Like, I think maybe a lot of it is up to the Lord, not even so much you. Like, all you all you can do is just be all there with where you're at right now and following him and doing what he's calling you to do. And, like, and you're doing amazing at it. And then knowing that when your husband comes along, your lives will intersect. And in that moment, then God will cover you with grace and give you wisdom of how to combine your lives together. And so I think just having an open heart and being close to the Lord and hearing from him in this season will prepare you for then when you do get married, okay, then how does this work? You know, and I think with what you're doing and where God's called you, like he knows the man that you need and somehow your lives will intercede intercede so beautifully. And it'll be like a cool thing to see how you guys are better together than apart. Yeah. Well, certainly the hopes, right? Yeah, that's the, the hope is it's better together than apart. Because if it's not, that I, I just that got desperate just and gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I just went for it. I was like, "You're a dude. Let's get married." No, I'm yeah, not going to do that. If I was going to do that, I'd have done that about eight years ago. We're too. It's too late for that. Um, okay, let's talk about. So y'all both written books independently that I love. Obviously, you both know that. Oh, thanks. Um, Alyssa, spoken for truly is when people ask me what teenage girls and college age girls should be reading. Yours is always you and Tyndall Baldwin's are the two that I mentioned very first. So thanks, that's awesome. I love it. Well, I mean it. It's just we're just very lucky to have friends who write really good books. I know, so <laughs> right? True. I mean, we just are really lucky that we don't have to be like, oh, I wish I could tell you about my friend, but their stuff <laughs> sucks, <laughs> right? And that is not the case. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then Jeff, how many do you have? Two. It's not what you think. And Jesus is greater than the religion. Or those mm-hmm. are the two. Or do you have more that I have not read? 
No, that's it. Okay. Which of those two is your favorite? I love asking people this. It's such a monster. I would question. say, yeah, it's funny. I mean, people feel awkward about talking about their own books, but I feel like I have a for sure favorite. I, I, it's not what you think by far is I enjoyed writing that way more. And I want that very much to be more of my legacy than Jesus yeah. is greater than religion for yeah. sure. But it's funny because that's the one that sold like a quarter of the copy. <laughs> right, right. It's just, it's just weird how that stuff happens. You know? It's like the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the one that I don't want to be remembered for is the one that went crazy. I mean, not like in any, I don't disagree with anything, but I really, like I said, it's not what you think is. I just really felt like I poured it all into that one. And, but God always has a specific audience for every specific message. So that's right. And you did, I mean, you really did. I love, it's not what you think. I think, I mean, I blazed through, I, I, I told, this is the other problem with being friends with your, with authors you read is I texted both of y'all constantly as I'm reading your books. I'm like, it's like the, it's like the annotated, it's the annotated version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The annotated probably yeah. is the truth. <laughs> yeah. That's you're good, welcome. I get paid a lot that's to be good. here. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just, I love both of them. But is Love That Last is the first one y'all have done together, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just love it. I, I can't wait for people to see the graphic on the front because it's so cute <laughs> of the two of you. It's adorable. Did you do that, Jeff? I mean, can we just talk about my, yeah, can we just talk about my fresh lineup for a I second? Mean, I wish my hair always listen, looked that good. You, and then someone actually just tweeted you. Uh, where did I see this? I think they tweeted you a picture of someone. Uh, was it a cartoon or a, someone on TV that had your same haircut? And they said that oh, yeah, it was, the, like it was the little cartoon on the side of like the Sonic Limeade That's cups. That's what and it, it looked, was, <laughs> the Sonic cup. It actually, it actually did look it just like It does look me. like you. I thought the same thing. As soon as I, like, I saw creepy. it, I was like, yeah, actually, that's true. Even like uh, the, I, for some reason, the shape of the the whole thing, I was like, yep, nailed yeah. it. Um, I know. Okay, so yeah, you, your yeah. publisher let you design your own cover. Yeah, we we fight super super hard for that. Where I would consider myself uh, a design snob in some sense, where I'm just very particular about what things look like. And Alyssa can attest to that, even in our home, which she doesn't always love. <laughs> 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 uh, but um, but all that to say, yeah, when we got married, and she's like, "Oh, you actually care about the furniture? Uh, let's talk." Right. Um, right. But uh, do you want to tell everyone? No, 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 your no. speech right now. Oh, I no, do. No, no, no. Speech, no speech. Sorry, it already started. Actually, I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. So whenever we post a picture of our home and everyone comments like, oh, Alyssa, I just oh, love yeah. your style. <laughs> she, always gets the, she always gets the credit. I'm like, what is this? You're like, the Jeff world is sexist. So He's like, I'm the one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the one that designed that. Yeah. I seriously get no love. Everyone goes, oh, Alyssa, tell me what, give me a link. What store? Where are those pillows from? Where's that couch from? Like, you're killing me right now. Um, all that to say, all that to say, yeah. So we, so designing our own book covers, we're very, very passionate about that. And uh, thankfully, we've yeah had some people that have designed really good ones, so they let us. But, but yeah, and Nelson's awesome. They, they I love them. Yeah, they're based here. You don't ever come visit though. I know we need to, but it's like an international. It's really far. I mean, it's not actual international travel, but it feels like it's halfway across the I world. I mean, I wonder what the. I, I mean, the Googler could tell us this, but I wonder if how far it is for real compared to going. Like, if you're leaving Nashville and going east. What's the same distance going east as Hawaii? To <laughs> yeah, that's Best. true. What I mean, it'd like be Dubai. like, isn't yes, it like an eleven-hour flight? <laughs> yeah, I think it's 11? like it's a ten-hour, it's a nine-hour flight to Dallas, so then you could probably add like an hour or two for yeah. Nashville. Yeah, so twelve. Yeah, where can y'all go so, direct? L.A., Portland, see everything West Coast. Yeah, and then you Dallas can, is the only kind York, of one that you can, can go you? past the West Coast. No, that would be an amazing plane though. That'd be in the air for so long. I know. I know. Literally, like if you're, it's a mainland flight would that could take you to Dubai. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, crazy. Got sidetracked about that. Okay, tell me what made y'all of all the things to write about. What made y'all decide to do a whole book about dating and marriage and just relationship in general? 
Well, I mean, basically, we're in our mid-20s, so we're experts, that, That's it. That's it. You have two kids, so you figured out yeah, how to exactly. be fruitful and multiply, and you're yeah, done. Exactly. Everyone, listen yeah. to us. No, I'm totally joking, yeah. and that, 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 that was actually the awkward part about writing the book, because I think, you know, we almost titled it Love That Last Question Mark, because it's like, we have no idea, you know? <laughs> love That Lasts <laughs> This Long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Love That Lasts Five Minutes, um, but no, I'll let, I'll let Alyssa answer that one. She's good at that one. Okay, so when we first were married, we were working, um, we were helping out at a college ministry. And I remember this one particular night, John Mark Comer's book had just come out, Loveology. So we had a oh, big Oh, we're going night. there. Don't worry. I know. Yeah. No. And, he, and he's, so and he's a good friend. And so he came up and spoke and he everything. He came up and spoke and Phil Wickham did the worship. Mm -hmm. And it was just like. So just some no names is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but I remember that night so specifically just like feeling the presence of the Lord and also feeling the real heaviness of all the. Everyone in that room, that the content, students, yeah. just like feeling like, wow, this gener our generation is so broken relationally, whether it's from their parents or relationships they have with one another. And so just like really having a heart to share, like really have a heart for healing and hope. And like this is what God's calling us to in relationships. So we were like, hey, let's just write about our stories because they're way different. Jeff kind of grew up with more of the prodigal son story and mine was more the um I kissed dating goodbye so then you know and how are those both wrong and then how is God calling us to a better flourishing in relationship so it was kind of cool that our stories are so different so we could write about it and yeah well I feel like and yeah two things that I feel like really motivated us to write is exactly that we just mm -hmm. we saw the need over and over again with our peers of like yeah. man um, there is a huge need and there's a huge cultural shift happening that's also creating a, a, a ocean swell of need that we're not even aware of in a deeper way. And so I think we just really realized that, yeah, the need is there. Um, and then also there's not very many third that's way books. True. And yeah. what I mean by that is, like I said, there's, you know, uh, the culture's books are just go do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. And the religious books sometimes can be a little stuffy in regards mm -hmm. to don't hold hands or else you're going to hell. Right. And obviously those are Wait, huge stereotypes. Wait, I need you to clear that up real quick for me. That's fine, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, totally, okay, totally. Okay, just making yeah. sure. I just yeah. just want to make sure I'm going to heaven. It's only okay if you don't, you know, once you do the finger interlock, oh, that's too far. That's then, too you, far. then you better be engaged. Yeah, too that, far. You better be committed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. There needs to be, yeah, father's permission involved. All that. No, basically, oh. but we just realized, yeah, there's, and I call it kind of like a third way where it was like, we kind of just realized there's these two spectrums that all the wisdom seems to be in, or at least portraying. And we kind of feel like there's this third way where it's like, you know, the publisher never was flying with this title, but I was a, I wanted to call it just yeah. date like a normal person. You know <laughs> I, what I remember mean? Just like, you telling me that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, we don't, we don't like, it doesn't need to be over explained. Like just be normal. Like don't be crazy in regards to just go doing everything with every person and like not knowing their name and be normal too, where it's like, you know, you're not getting married the first day after you go on a date. And so I think, yeah, so that was kind of the heart of the book. And then also we kind of wanted to write a book that, um, and again, I talked about the insecurity of writing a book, uh, you know, like this at our age, but I feel like we also specifically wanted to do that because all the books are by the 60 year olds. And I think there is a place for these type of Which books to awesome. be, oh yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. we, we've been blessed by all those books. We've yeah. written them. The, wis the wisdom is through the roof, but I feel like there had to be a book written by people, um, kind of like Fresh in the middle, in that DNA, yeah, like, like, yeah. like, I like like a book written by people who actually know what Snapchat is and right. know what actual that's right. like, that's right. you know, who grew up native to the pornography industry, meaning like the internet and porn were around since they were kids. Like there's mm -hmm. not books written by the problems that a lot of our generation faces. Right. And so we kind of wanted to step into that gap too and say, hey, 
we understand that, you know, like we're in the middle of this. And so hopefully we can encourage you in that. Yeah, I think that's really wise because I do think there I'm with you. I think we need books from people who are in the middle. Yeah. Like we don't just need books from finishers, though we do. I want to read books about people who have done what things that I want to do for 20, 40, 50 years. Right. Totally. But also I want people to tell me like, hey, I'm I'm just in the middle of learning how to do this and I want you to teach me. Yeah, I want, totally. you know, yeah. yeah. So I think that's really helpful. That's what we kind of, the tone we tried to write with, it was almost more of like a experimental in some sense of, hey, we're on this same journey, learning things every five minutes, like any, you know, couple who's been married for only a couple of years. And so we kind of wanted to turn around and share with people who might be one year behind us, six months behind us, that type of thing. Has anything happened since the last day you were allowed to work on the manuscript that made you go, oh, I would change that one part now? I don't think from a content standpoint, no, but there's obviously less funny like stories and stuff we would probably add, but I don't think yeah. like anything that we would say like, oh, I disagree with that or would take that out already. But yeah, you you know that struggle as an author, right? Oh, Where it's like five, five minutes after you turn it in, you're like, oh, I want that back, you know? Oh, yeah. But but mine's more like, oh, I wish I'd have never said that. Can we take that? It's too yeah. late. It's too late. Totally. Shoot. Totally, totally. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Once, yeah, once you sign that legal doc, it is donezo. Listen, but, um, it is gone. I know. But no, I, I can't say anything. Can you think of anything? So. Yeah. Give us give yeah. us a year on that one. It'll probably yeah, that's be like, yeah, right. That's trash. right. We'll, it's we'll loop back around and you'll be like, no. <laughs> Can't. Yeah, totally. Chapter eight is for the birds. We do not believe yeah. it anymore. <laughs> there needs to be like internet connected books where it's like when you pick it up, <gasps> like the page will say like, and they no longer believe this. Now continue reading. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Where there's like one you can read real. That sounds like a Harry Potter thing. You can read it real time yeah. as yeah. the author changes their mind. Evolves. I like that. I like that. Oh, geez. That would be terrifying, actually. I'm kind of <laughs> glad. I'm kind of grateful that's not exactly the situation. Oh. Um, is it? Is the book significantly different than it would have been before kids? That's a great question. That's a really good question. I don't think so because we don't even really touch on kids, do we? See, I would say yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. No, but is, you go first. This is what we came here for. Let's go. <laughs> See, I would say yes, not because of any direct insight from the kids, but I would say the kids and being parents accelerated the growth, I think, through the roof. Like, I can look at most of our... Like, I I would say the most dramatic changes in our marriage have been the last couple years since kids, because I think kids have put us in the position to have to, like, figure it out faster, quicker, deeper. Does that make sense? I I think I heard the question wrong. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's like, it's not like anything from an insight standpoint is crazy different. I just feel like, um, yeah, I think once you have kids, the, the, the flesh just starts flailing and going crazy in regards to wanting to be served and, you know, and, and kids not allowing that to happen and, and uh, just learning to lean on the spirit more and all that. But yeah. And then I would say for kids, for us, I think it just gave us so much more of a fuller picture of like, a vision for a marriage and family of like, okay, yeah. we actually are taking, it's not just us anymore, but we're taking these two little people in a direction somewhere. What direction do we want to go on as a couple? You know, I think it, it kind of made us like really press pause and say, well, what is the point of this? Where are we going? We need to have a vision for our family. We need to have a vision for our marriage. Um, we need to be going in a particular direction, but yeah, what would you, is anything you'd add to that? Yeah. Which we did, but we didn't really talk much about it in the book, did we? I did, yeah. Oh, you did? Alyssa is one of those people where she actually <laughs> never reads my chapters She's or like, my oh, books. Oh, I'm sure he did fine. It's great. 
Oh, it'll yeah. be fine. Here, here's, here's, no, you, you want to hear okay, a funny wait, story, wait, wait. Annie? Let me tell I the story. Let me tell the story. It just was rain. Okay. It let was me, like, let me tell the story. kid was born. I know, I know, I know. Let me tell the story. Okay, so we're, <laughs> so so we have this curriculum that we're oh, going. This is terrible. We're going through this curriculum with our like we have a married small group that's just like probably eight couples, oh. eight couple friends of ours, so sixteen people. We all meet in our my our house every Thursday, and um, we're going through a video curriculum, and it's on. It's actually our video curriculum where we go through the twelve biggest topics that a marriage we think needs to um, understand. And then we interview 12 different couples on those topics. The one on rhythms, like we, we did a whole video on rhythms, like kind of Sabbath, date night, and all that different thing. Um, and we interviewed John Mark Comer and his wife, Tammy, which are amazing and incredible insight. All that to say, we were watching the video and then like there was discussion in the group and all that. And one of the, and our one, friends was like, I just want to know more about yeah, like, why do we celebrate They were just the like, Sabbath. yeah, I just, I, I love the Sabbath idea, but can you kind of tell me more or what's going on? Or like, is there any more resources you would point to? And this goes, well, John Mark uh, has a chapter in his book and it's just amazing on Sabbath. And I was like, <clears throat> I, <clears throat> I have a chapter on Sabbath. <clears throat> I have a chapter on Sabbath. But, um, and she was like, oh, you do? <laughs> And I was like, and that just shows that the we don't read each other's books. We don't have enough time in the day. No, okay, hold up. The problem is, I don't. It's true. I don't really read Jeff's books, but that's because as he's writing. Yeah. <laughs> no, your reason is actually totally valid, and I get okay, it. Okay, but she let's hear, talk about it. She hears it a million times before it's written, he so she processes yeah, it out yeah. with me. So I hear it for like months on months and months. So then when I go to read the book, I'm like, oh, I've already heard all this. So it's hard for me to like dig into it. I'm like. I know this. Because it doesn't have that fresh grabbingness anymore. So anyway, but that's good to know. You wrote about parenting in our book. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I so yeah, this a is a very normal occurrence in our marriage. Yeah, She's like, no, oh, you wrote I about that? Cool. I, I know. I had a friend that we were on the road together for multiple events over two years. And then when she wrote her book, I was like, I literally could have written this. Like, I yeah, heard totally. you. Yep. I lived yep. this with you. Yeah. I yep. walked it with you. I heard you tell the stories. Like... I'm the last person who needs to read this book because I lived the so I totally get it. I can't imagine if it's how much deeper it yeah, would go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. See, like she's like that where she doesn't like reading it, and to me, I feel like I'm reading the like when it, like you said with friends who I know close enough. I feel like I'm actually really even more want to read it because I'm reading like the director's cut edition. I'm like, oh, I remember this. I remember this. I remember yeah, but this. You don't read my stuff. Oh, I did too. No, you haven't read my stuff. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> All right, Annie, Annie, next question. Next question. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just going to I'm gonna do what I'm terrible at and sit quietly. I know, seriously. No, but that is funny. It's the, the weird struggle of authors who have heard the thing a thousand times and then you know. I mean, but isn't that true with all of our friends? But I mean, I've read y'all's books, but I, I mean, y'all know, I mean, I was texting you while I was reading it, so there's no pretending like I didn't read your book. No, but totally, But there totally. are so many people who I adore, and y'all are probably the same way, who send us their books and say, thank you for, thank you for walking me through this season and I don't ever read it. I just can't read it all because there's other stuff like right now I have a stack of five books I want to get through and none of them were free and none of them are written by my friends. Yeah, totally. Totally. That's hilarious. I'm glad we're not the only one that struggled with that. No, it's just hard. It's hard to read. That's, I mean. Hashtag author probs. Yeah, serious. I'm trying to think of what that comparison is in other like in other fields, like football coaches can't watch all their friends' games, right? Yeah, that or is true, they? actually. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, you're like, just... I don't know what the score was in yeah, good, yeah, yeah. good game Saturday. I didn't watch it. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, know? we had a game and you had a game. What was I supposed to do, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I know. We're terrible. I mean, that's now, awesome. I'm, now people are going to stop sending books <laughs> to me. They're going to be like, Downs doesn't even read them. But I do I know, sometimes. I know. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I really totally. Want to. Man, yeah, I'm it's a big, it's a big fishnet, and you only, you know, you only eat a couple yeah. of the fish. That's or sometimes oh, I'll, that's like, beautiful. Read it a year later. I'm like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. I do not give them away. If someone, if one of my friends gives me a book, they it stays on a bookshelf. Totally. Right. I do not give away the ones that our friends write. I give away the ones that strangers write. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I this needs. No, to go. we 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 do it too. Though we have like shirts and books no, where we we love it. And we appreciate it, but we we also know that it can be a blessing to it's our community. It's a blessing to our community. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. We're just here to bless the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, friends, here we are halfway through my conversation with the Beth Geese. Don't you love them so much? I know. I do, too. We'll be right back with them in a second. But today's show is sponsored by our friends at Talkspace, the online therapy company. I am so impressed with how they handle counseling, which you know is a big part of my life as well and has totally changed my life in the last few years. For a fraction of the price of traditional counseling, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist that you can relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist that they work with has at least a master's degree and over 3,000 hours of supervised work. So to match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com backslash downs. And to show your support for this podcast, use the coupon code DOWNS to get $30 off your first month. So just a reminder, that's the coupon code is DOWNS, my last name, D-O-W-N-S, and you can go to Talkspace.com backslash DOWNS. Okay, back to the Bethkeys. Okay, so love that last. Here's my question. I'm going to buy five copies for Christmas. Who am I giving them to? Oh, oh that's great. Okay. I really like how impressed y'all are with my questions. It's really bumping up my fire. self-esteem. And I thank you for it. I thank you for it. You love it. You want to answer it? No, you go ahead. I would say. Also, this is a great question if you're trying to write a book. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Ask yourself who, yeah. who are you writing to. Yeah. I would say that. I would say this. I would say one Give one or two to any newlywed friends or someone who's been married in the one or two year range. Um, I would then say um, give one or two to anyone who's maybe dating or in a or looking for a serious relationship. Guys or girls? I'd say both. both. Okay. And and we've we- had both guys and girls like read it in one sitting. Mm-hmm. And love oh it. wow! And then I would say yeah, and then I would say also very much give it to. Um, someone who you feel like is in a very hard spot with relational stuff, whether that means they're single and just down and out um, in regards to like either just had a bad breakup or feeling lonely in their singleness or they're in a relationship, but it's just in the pits, whatever. Someone who's just down and out in their relationship. I feel like we very much tried our hardest. Um, well, I mean, that's just so much a part of our story. We didn't even have to try that hard of just like, there's a lot of stuff I think people can relate to. I mean, there's, you know, pornography addiction in there. There's eating disorders in there. There's multiple breakups in there. There's depression in there. There's talks of, uh, of yeah, a lot of serious deep stuff that I think a lot of relationships, fatherlessness in there. Um, so I think, yeah, I think anyone who's looking for um, hope and encouragement in a hard spot. And then the last one, which is unique, is I would say give it to someone who's like 50 and maybe has like 25-year-old kids. Uh, sure. um, we also very much, we kind of really wanted to write it too to kind of be um, like a translator book almost oh, to that sure. gener- to like the to like parents' yeah. generations. If I feel like um, we've already had a couple older people read it and say, oh, I feel like I'm getting a f- totally new awareness now of my adult kids' relationship life or marriage or whatever. Um, but yeah, those are the kind of the people that were in mind when we were 
Let's thinking about it. What anything you would add? No, I think that's really good. Yeah, I agree. Those are really great answers. I love giving books. You and I have talked about this, Jeff. I love giving books for Christmas. And every year I pick one book that I kind of give to everyone at some in some way, like everyone who works with me, I kind of do a little something in a book. And so this year it was The Road Back to You, the Enneagram book. And last year, Garden City. Yes. Oh, Garden so City. Yeah, so John good. Mark Comer. He has a really good chapter on Sabbath in there. He does. <laughs> He totally does, whether Tammy knows it or not. He absolutely does. I mean, I think you know how much I fangirl to you about him because you're his real life. He and I are kind of real life friends now because he was on the podcast and he said when I came to Portland, we could be friends. So I'm really. Oh, I told you too. I told you. I was like, he is like, I remember telling you before you even met him or talked to him. I was like, he is one of the best Bible teachers in the nation. Hands down. My favorite. Yes. You've said it for so long to me. I mean, I just listened to during my sabbatical i listened to that whole series they had this summer about prayer and the teaching on so that was, oh so my gosh it was so good i'm like he's just such a good bible teacher how did you become friends with him so i went to i went to college in oregon and i actually attended oh, yeah. his church he didn't even know this at the time i was like 21 22 and he was actually he wasn't head pastor then he was actually running a big college ministry called the way um which was like turning into thousands of people like on a friday night young adult college students and so that's how I got familiar with him and fell in love with his teaching. And then just a couple of years later, when everything went crazy with us, I just, um, we kind of just built a relationship and became kind of friends as authors and, you know, visited him and had coffee and just kind of stuff like that. And then he comes out to Hawaii sometimes. And so we just kind of had some you, connecting points. And then we also. He's the one that got you into seminary. Yeah, I was going to say. And then his program he went through yeah. uh, at Western Seminary in Oregon was, uh, I started going through as well. So yeah, we just had a bunch of connections, but yeah, he's, he's awesome. I recommend his podcast to everyone. What other podcasts are you listening to besides John Mark Homer and That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs? Oh, list duh. Me some other one. duh. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> list me some other ones that are that either of y'all are listening to on the regular. Okay, so my my all time favorite other than John Mark's is And Annie. And thank Annie, you. of thank course. You. Thank you, thank Those you. Are given. It's like saying the Bible and Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. When people ask, like, what's your favorite book, and then they get mad at you and you don't say the Bible, you're like, that's such a given, move on. All okay, right, you know, like, right. Yeah. exactly. So they would say with Annie for the podcast. Pray and read yes, your Bible. Continue. We got it, we got it, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <gasps> yes, of course, I, everyone listens to Annie. Move on. I love Jamie Ivey. <gasps> I do, too. Yeah, Have you been on her show yet, Alyssa? No, it's like my dream. It's oh, my done. We're going to tell her. I'm going to, yes, we can get. We can make that happen. Oh, she, she loves. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Alyssa loves girl. her. Every time I, every favorite. every time Alyssa's listening to something, it's her. It's her podcast. I know it's I know. so good. Her and she does like two now a week, right? Like half hour and hour. Yeah, that's so baller. I would do it too. I love it that much. I would do two a week if I had the time and the and a way to do as if I could talk to someone for half an hour instead of longer. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think podcasts are like my new fit thing. Yeah, when do you listen? If I go for a walk in the morning or like if I'm folding laundry. Yeah. Those two times really. Yeah. yeah. Same. I went on a walk this morning and listened to one. Actually, I was on it. So that sounds very self-centered, but I wanted to hear it before I shared it, you know, but that's what I do a lot too, is I go on walks and listen to other. Okay. So who else are y'all listening to? So that would be Alyssa. And I probably, I probably listen to all the, I love the narrative drama ones. So I listen to a lot of like NPR, This American Life. Oh, This American Life. I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big fan of like that genre. And then in the religious space, probably, Yeah. Just John Mark, Annie. Uh, I love Bible Project. I love. Um, oh, yeah, they just launched a new one called. Too, aren't you? Yeah, I love John and Tim. And then they just launched another podcast. So they have two now called Experiencing My Strange Bible, which is just a re upload of a lot of Tim's 
most famous sermons over the last decade. Oh, that's And rad. so, yeah, I, I listen to both of their podcasts. I absolutely love them. Do you listen to Alec Baldwin? Here's the thing. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. I haven't even heard of that one. Have oh, you? so he's my favorite. They're not all G-rated, so pre- warning to my <laughs> friends who are listening. They, I am not endorsing all the content. But, no, yeah, totally. Um, but he is my Jeopardy? favorite interviewer. He does the best interviews of any podcast I listen to. No way. Hold on. No, no. Alyssa just said the person from Jeopardy. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't hear that. No, first of all, that's Alex Trebek. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. Oh, that's yeah, him. Sorry. <laughs> I might you corrected me because I didn't hear her correctly. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's great when he's not oh. asking questions or giving answers in the yeah, form of questions. First of all, he would actually make an amazing podcast. Probably, <laughs> right? Can you imagine? Oh. No, Alec yeah. Baldwin from 40 Rock. 40 Rock. Yeah, 30 Rock. I didn't know he had one, though. And, oh, oh, yeah, oh, I think oh. you'll really like it. I mean, his, like probably his with Carol Burnett is one of my all-time favorite interviews. Oh, we got to listen to that. Oh, yeah, we do got to listen to yeah, that. Yeah, he's super. I love yeah. asking that question to people. What's, what podcasts do they listen to? What books are they reading? It yeah. gives, me, gives me a read on people. Right, right. It tells you. I mean, I love it, too. I think it's really good. And I think podcasts are just so interesting because it's this opportunity that we have to be with people where they are. Totally. Right. right? And y'all know that from Which your side can. of making them and yeah. making podcasts and doing the YouTube stuff and books. Pretty much what we're doing is invading our friends' lives in every way possible. Yeah. We're pretty much in their pocket 24-7. I just want them to pull it out and listen to us. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. I just feel there is, um, there's so much opportunity to feel lonely. And, oh, totally. And people would be so inclined to think well, podcasts don't make you feel like you're connected and that's all fake. And I'm like, no, it's actually kind of real because, and y'all have experienced this too, people respond in the comments and people talk back to you. And so it isn't, it makes people feel less alone. And so I, I, so I love listening to them. I listen to them a lot. I think they're really fun. Oh, I, don't, I think that's why I love Jamie Ivey so much because it's like, oh, wow, I feel like I'm just hanging out with my girlfriends. Yes. And my, intro, my introverted self can just like listen. Right. That's right. Yeah. And you, you're doing exactly what you would do in the room. Yeah. Totally. Like just kind of stand back here and listen <laughs> and leave when you want to leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. One, I think, especially with what me and Alyssa do too, we like, I think that's almost what informs why we do what we do is like we say, hey, you know, we're going to answer questions that they might not feel vulnerable or confident enough to share or ask in like a group public room mm-hmm. setting. You know what I mean? Like we, like it's right. like we, we, like they're not going to come to a church maybe, or they're not going to come to some type of gathering of vulnerability. So we kind of want to take it to their bedroom. It's kind of what we say. It's like, we want to bring whatever, want to bring that stuff to the places where, cause a lot of times that's where people need it the most, right? The people that are, the people right. that are up at 2 AM searching for hope and answers are usually the people that absolutely need it the most. It's very much like the front lines in some sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think that's a benefit we have from authors 30 or 40 years ago or from people who do any part of our job from 30 or 40 years ago is we just have the opportunity to be more with our people mm-hmm. than yeah. ever before. And it's so more of a two-way true. street, which is our favorite. I get to yeah. hear all the emails and the quick yeah. feedback yeah. and the quick loop of, of coming back and hearing what they think. Agreed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Do you like podcasts or YouTube videos better? Alyssa, what did I- you say? You mean no. like from us making it or consuming yeah, from, it? No, from making it. Oh, definitely podcast because video I have to like do my hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I would. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, I, 
And I have a thing too, where like, I just always mo five days out of seven days of the week, I look very scruffy and I don't shave. Cause I'm like, well, who cares? And yeah. And on the YouTube days, I'm like, Oh, I got to shave. I got to look know, like, like a person forever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And podcasts. I'm like, Oh, whatevs. You uh, know? Yeah. That is yeah. my problem with Insta story. Cause even like today it's like lipstick, lipstick. Nope. 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 Oh, I got to put <laughs> yeah. lipstick back on lipstick, lipstick. I mean, like you have to look like a person all the time. If you want to do yep. Insta stories. Yep. Yep. And I okay, can't do ever. You, do you ever follow Jillian Harris? Oh, from The Batch? Yeah. From The Bachelor? Yeah. No, is she great? Alyssa okay. loves her. So I don't like watch all her videos, but I love following her because she'll literally she's do super Insta real, stories yeah. like when she first wakes up. And I'm like, wow, like <laughs> I need to be that bold. Like her hair's everywhere. And like, so I appreciate her a lot when I watch her. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you, you like her Instagram story? Is that what you like so much? I do. Yeah, you watch those all the time. I really do. Okay. Just, and again, I don't think it's super G-rated all no, the time either. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we we come back with the <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. We we, we love Jesus. <laughs> she may as well, but she may have different levels of content appropriateness. Oh, amen, <laughs> amen. It's between her and the spirit. Yeah, that's her and the spirit. Yeah, I'll decide mm -hmm. whether she gets a sabbatical. I won't decide whether she's going to heaven. <laughs> I'm totally fine judging like that. Exactly. <laughs> I won't take it any farther than that. Um, see, here's my thing, Alyssa. Jeff, I'm sure you can play along. My thing with all the Bachelor people is literally I feel like they're only opening Fit Fab Fun boxes all the time. Right? Like, or or for me, I'm, I'm, I, mean, I mean, I need to get myself some of those hair gummies. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> It is just insane. All of them except Sean and Catherine, who y'all know and love, right? I mean, yeah. all of them except Sean and Catherine are are just selling to me all the time. Uh, totally. No. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Well, Sean, I think Sean and Catherine are actually a perfect example of like, you know, they they do it right. They do it well. And they and then they also bring hope and encouragement in another level. But it's it shows you that. And <clears throat> we learned this even with our stuff. Like we were given a platform very quickly five years ago just because of the nature of a viral video and like you kind of have to have something to say yeah so for people people may not know that that's what happened to you is you put out a youtube video and it went literally as viral as something can go. yeah so five years ago i made just a youtube video for fun i thought like five people would see it it was just kind of like almost a college side project because i just was kind of bored and wanted to be creative and then yeah overnight <clears throat> i think it got like three million views and then 50 or 15 and then 20 and it just went crazy turned our life upside down we do what we do because it was more placed in our lap in that moment and we tried to play catch up which was has its own set of challenges it was very difficult to like okay how do we steward this how do we walk through this let's bring people surrounding us with wisdom and insight but all that to say what we also learned is like you kind of have to have something to say like people are looking to you and so i think yeah there is something to be said there of like there's some people that got a platform that maybe don't have something to say so they just want to yeah they just want to open presents yeah and they can <laughs> yeah. tell hair gummy oh uh, yeah or what's the there's always there's always one with sunglasses too it's like sunglasses the, who started the sunglass the, company the dewey, like the dewey or, or no. i don't know but i'm yeah I'm, I remember, but yeah. yeah and then there's the and then there's the the tea that gets your stomach flat which i'm i've been oh i, I know like i still got my keg no six pack even though i've been taking that tea daily <laughs> um I know it doesn't work, man. It doesn't work. No, I'm joking. I wish you would. I wish you would drink that flat Do the hair gummies tea. and the tea. Yeah, I just need. I mean, what a hilarious experiment for like I a normal-looking dude just to yeah. just to. Follow, don't do anything else like say, follow the directions of what that stupid flat tummy tea tells you to do and just, <laughs> just, just take us on a journey. Take us Deal. on a journey. Deal. I'll see you guys I'm in a couple months. <laughs>
I'll see you guys in a couple months. Jeff, can you imagine? Talk about a viral video. I mean, people <laughs> would lose right. their minds. That's I mean, right. at least me and my friends who are listening. So you at least have a handful of us that would really enjoy what happens yeah, when seriously. a non-celebrity. I mean, y'all are celebrities, but a non-reality <laughs> no, non TV yeah. celebrity actually drinks the tea that flattens like your that. stomach. Jeff, yeah, for sure, I know your yeah. I know your agent. Your agent for sure yeah, can work yep. this out. You do oh, not totally. even have to buy the tea. I promise you. I'll buy it. In fact, I'm going to start a GoFundMe, <laughs> and I'm going to get everyone, all my listeners, to oh, buy yeah. you that. Check me out. All man. of our friends on the other side, we're going to GoFundMe our next experiment, watching Jeff Bethke <laughs> drink, drink yeah. t- flat Absolutely tummy tea. Less. That'll really show. that That'll definitely prove a love that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me, man. Stay I with mean- me. <laughs> She's going to be like, your stomach is disappearing. Yeah. I hate this. It's very weird. <laughs> you look like a bikini model. Get out of here. A bikini model. <laughs> well, I mean, Jeff has been talking about getting back to those six-packs. I know I need to get back on my workout grind, so that's perfect, you know? Is that's there right. other things? The dad, the dad bod is a real thing, folks. <laughs> you literally do not have five minutes of the day. You're running you know? all the time. Which should be a workout it? enough, but right. for some reason, yeah. But I guess Kinsley has really gotten into um, sleeping pretending to take naps and such i noticed on instagram stories. oh she literally does that all the time i know it's so she good. is so funny y'all oh, i know i mean she it's just... literally like we were just talking about that today it's like yeah there's i mean i think everyone's kids are just unique and funny in particular but like she she just has this like 13 year oldness at three and i'm like you are killing me right now right. like you are like who are you you know and she loves a board short she loves to wear a board oh, short. Oh, my goodness. Her brother's board short. Oh, yeah. So she always wears his, which are like size six to 12 months, and she's three. So they look like spandex <laughs> and they're board shorts. We gave up that battle a long time ago. Every yeah. time we go to the store, oh, what's your son's name? It's like, uh, just because she's wearing blue board shorts doesn't mean she's a son. But we gave yeah. that up a long time ago. Yeah. We're just like, whatever. And probably in Hawaii, because I bet there's a lot of little dudes who have her hair. That's beautiful. Oh, yep. Hair. It's the very like, oh, yep. Yeah. Yes. In Hawaii, it's very much the like long, shaggy, like yep. surfer bro hair. Right. So she totally fits in of like. <laughs> so true. Oh, yeah. that is so funny. I love it. She, she's three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Cannon's uh, one and a half. One and a half. Yeah, 18 months. Okay. Do they share a room? We're probably going to. No. Yeah, soon. He's just well, finally. That's oh. a. What? We haven't totally agreed on that one yet. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I just sit in quietly, sit in quietly. <laughs> you ask all the questions that are like the questions we're trying to currently figure out. So this is a great live conversation. Yeah, no, Alyssa yeah. sent me a list. She sent me a prep. Yeah, list. exactly. Yeah. No, no, we're very much we're very much the family that wants the kids to share a room, but we're also very type A about our kids' sleep routines. Oh, so we're just waiting until that magic moment of like once. They're so solidified and kind of on similar routines where we can pop them in the same room. Yeah, but, you know. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, we're like OCD about the kids' sleep routines. They go down at like 6.15, 6.30, which is like earlier than most families, but they sleep good. They sleep like 12 hours, two-hour naps. Yeah. Well, I think- sis doesn't really nap anymore. Oh, she also, doesn't. by the way, FedEx is just showing up at the door. We're not going to answer it, Wait. but in about 15 seconds, I have a feeling our dog is going to bark, yeah? and you're going to hear a doorbell. <laughs> what is coming in the mail today? Do you know? Oh, I don't know, man. We probably get like five we, a day. Yeah, five. Yeah, we're Amazon Prime people for days, especially in Hawaii. We literally we call it the trifecta, where FedEx, UPS, and USPS probably show up every day, probably like four days of the week. Wait, why? 
I don't understand. You order things from the We live in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, we just literally get like Amazon is our safe haven. We get our toilet paper on there, our protein powder, our dog food. Is it so much cheaper than what's available on the island? It's not even necessarily cheaper. It's just easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Either because, okay, so we live like 30 minutes from town, which is where you buy everything. And then sometimes I'll go and to the store with the kids and they don't have it so then I'll go to tar- yeah I'll go to like three stores and nobody has it so I'm like I'm just going to order it on Amazon. Yeah, we call we call Maui a second world country yeah. where it's not oh. it's not fir- it's not first world in the sense of like you know we know that the mainland to be and it's not third world it's not that hard and not that difficult but it's second world where there's some serious inconveniences living in the middle of the right. ocean right. <laughs> that we cannot complain about because people just basically say you're ridiculous you live in Maui so Right. But you're like, but seriously, you guys, we can't get toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Or milk is like $9. Like, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I remember when I was there, y'all tell me how expensive everything is because it is all, all has to be flown in except pineapples. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Those are actually the cheapest things. Those yeah. are bananas. Yeah. I believe. Oh, and bananas. I bet bananas are so cheap. Oh, yeah. That amazing. makes me excited. Those are my favorite fruits. So you just lost me for like eight <laughs> seconds of like, I wish I had a banana. The bananas here are amazing. They're like little apple sweet bananas. You just pick them off the tree. Most people have them in their yard. It's awesome. Oh, those little like half size ones. They're like size of your yep. hand. Yeah. 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 I eat like six in one sitting. <laughs> I think you're allowed to do Hashtag that when they're... Bod. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, you're going to drink your tea right afterwards and just flatten it all Exactly, out. exactly. Oh, I'm going to do so much research into that today, Jeff. Like, that's that's my... <laughs> I'm going to see, like, what else do you really... Like, is it an eating plan or is it literally live your life literally, and you drink this tea? you tea and you are just, boom, flat stomach. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. Um, okay, you guys, listen. Here is how we have to end the episode. This is what we do every single time is because it's called That Sounds Fun, I have to know. And you have to answer. I'm making you give me three answers. Because you're individuals and you're a married couple. So I want a Jeff answer, an Alyssa answer, and a Bethke family answer. Is what sounds fun to you right now? Oh, I know mine. You want me to go first? Yeah. Go ahead. Does it sound super terrible and boring and like I'm not cool if I just say reading a book? No, I love it. <laughs> no, I think that's awesome. I love I yeah, actually I literally, love that. That's answer. what always sounds fun to me. I usually don't want to see people. That doesn't sound fun to me. Um, I love people. I just don't want to see them. Just I want like to a high introvert. Very. It's funny, and this is very surprising. I'm yeah. high energy, but that does not mean that I'm not an introvert. I like all. I just. I just. Literally, just a book. Like thinking about it right now, sitting with that in my hands. It's what an is experience. it? What's the one you're reading right now? Are you still reading Hamilton? No, that one was incredible. Everyone, one of my favorite biographies ever. Everyone needs to pick that up. I usually read. I usually am going between like three or four books right now. It's Zookeeper's Wife, which is the true story of the um, zookeeper during uh, World War II who like housed uh, Jews in the zoo. Once the zoo basically got closed down, she used the property to kind of like secretly hide Jews. Really cool, true story. And then I'm reading uh, Play the Man by Mark Batterson. Phenomenal book out there for any guys or uh, specifically uh, dads. And then reading- uh, I love Mark Batterson. I know, he's he's incredible. He's like, he just has, he has so many like one-liners. He's just like, man. Um, And then Jesus Creed by Scott McKnight. Those are the three books I'm reading right now. Really good. Okay. But yeah, for me, just reading a book and building Legos. Listen, listen, I saw, everyone's got to follow you on Insta Story because they would know everything I know, which is that you ordered a lot of pieces, a lot of connectors for your Legos. And Alyssa was like, why? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Lego guy through and through. But but yeah, what sounds fun to you? Okay, so for like two months, I have been longing to go to the spa. And not that I even need to like get any facial or massage i just want to go and sit by the pool for a whole day by myself okay and read 
Jeff, you're listening, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I am. I mean, I thought you were actually going to say Carly Jean's Instagram. That's what really sounds no, that's fun. That's true. I do love that. Alyssa has this Instagram account she follows that, like, she just watches the girl's Instagram every single night, and it's like her nighttime routine, and then she goes to bed. And it's like, <laughs> but you don't it's actually like know her. her. Devo- no, it's like her devotional. No. <laughs> her devotional. She literally, like, she even says, she's like, it calms my soul. I just like watching her before <laughs> I go to bed. You do say that, though. You do say that. I actually do love her. So I thought you were going to say that. It's like, literally, we're in bed, and I feel like I just always hear this lady's voice. Do you know, there's some friends of mine in Nashville, and the wife watches my Insta stories, and the husband doesn't. And the other day, he walked up to me in a coffee shop, and he said, Annie, I heard you the other night in my bed. And and I was like, Uh, what? (laughs) What? Yeah, and he he was like, and I think your voice sounds like your your throat's tired. I was like, well, Henry, for not watching my Insta story, you know too much. I appreciate it. It was so sweet. I loved it. Okay, so those are both great individual answers. Together, as a family, and you can include the kids or not include the kids. What sounds fun as a family? Oh, yeah, what would you say? Um, I don't know what sounds on. I don't know. I'll tell you what sounds fun. What? Me riding my new electric bike with the while the kids ride theirs. That sounds yeah. I got this new bike where it's like I don't actually have to. That's not fun for me though. I don't actually have to exert any energy because it's electric. (laughs) So it's like it's like the fun of the the bike without all the work of the bike. Uh huh. And then um. Hence the dad bod. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> Everything is coming to light. No, yeah, I'm we, starting to understand. Exactly. No, but I would say, especially in this stage, we're big. We we, we like walks is our jam. We like going on that's walks true. or riding our bikes or riding our skateboards together. Yeah, so that's, that's what sounds true. fun as okay. a family. Okay. Yeah, except he always leaves me in the desk. Yeah, well, because mine's electric. See ya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's pedaling because she cares about her future and her health. Right. <laughs> she cares about you're her just, future. Drink that tea, babe. Drink, drink that tea. Yeah, yeah, you just drink your tea while you're riding Seriously. your motor scooter and Alyssa yeah, <laughs> yeah. pedal and probably pulling cannon and all sorts of things. Oh, it's so good. Oh, y'all okay, are so Okay, I will fun. say, though, on Saturday, this was such a fun family thing for me. So we went away, and I got the kids two Halloween books to read just because I'm like, oh, it'd be so fun to have a book for every season. Yeah. And so they, it was like about – it's called Spooky Pookie, this little, like, piggy. Oh. And he puts on Halloween costumes. And so Sis got really into it. So then – on Saturday, we're like, okay, let's, she wanted to get a costume. So we took the kids to Target. We got like our pumpkin spice lattes and scones. We pretend like it was fall because fall doesn't exist. Yeah, fall doesn't exist here. Yeah. And then we got costumes. And so I feel like that was like a super fun Bethke that was morning. Fun. Yeah, we, we I think we're going to start that as a new tradition where we get the Halloween costumes like two months early because it's like, yeah. why not get our money's worth out of it, you know? Right. Just let them we wear. I mean, that. that's the thing because by the time yeah, they've been wearing it like 24 7. Yes. Right. Okay. What did they both pick? She picked Elmo, and then Cannon yeah. picked a monkey. Because okay. he loves bananas. And then I picked a Lego Lego mask man. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. No. <laughs> yeah, Shocking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's what incredible. did the kids pick? It doesn't matter. Here's what I got. Exactly. I am a Lego <laughs> mask guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you are the best. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm so grateful. Oh, thanks hey, for you are awesome. Us, thanks so much for having I us. I love you guys. I'm really glad we're friends. I'm grateful for you. No, you too. And come back out to Maui and visit. Man, I love that couple. They are just the most fun. I'm so grateful for them being on the show. A couple of years ago, Jeff really sealed the deal in my heart to be friends with him forever because he loves baseball and was really kind and loving towards some of my baseball players, you know, some of my Vandy guys that I love and adore. And so forever and ever, um, the Beckys will be people that I am deeply loyal to and so grateful for. 
So I hope you will grab their book, Love That Lasts. And then, of course, if you have a teenage girl, a college girl, Alyssa's book, Spoken For, that she wrote with one of my favorite authors, Robin Jones Gunn, is available. And then Jeff's book, Jesus is Greater Than Religion and It's Not What You Think, are both really, really great reads. Truly, It's Not What You Think was an absolute game changer for me. I mean, it was it was one that I read incredibly fast and then gave away to a lot of people. So make sure you grab those. Also, singing to us in the background, I forgot to tell you at the top of the show, and I apologize, our sweet friend Ellie Holcomb. She's the best. Um, her new album, Red Sea Road, really isn't new anymore, is it? I just have been saying that for eight months. But her album, Red Sea Road, is amazing. She does have a new music video that you should definitely check out for the single, He Will. It is absolutely gorgeous. Hey, I'm so glad you joined us today. It is always fun that you and I get to hang out like Jeff and Alyssa and I talked about. And listen, I love reading your comments. I love hearing from you. If we are in the same place in public, I love talking to you. Like, thank you for being good friends on the other side of this podcast. It means the world to me. If you need to find me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find as usual. Annie F downs all over the place. F as in fancy. If you need me, that's me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places as well as the website, AnnieFDowns.com. And if you get a chance and can rate or review the show, I'd really appreciate it. It helps a lot. So what else do you need to know today? I think that is it. I am going to go since it's nighttime and eat dinner with my pastor's kids. And I am really excited about that, taking the two teenage girls to do a little local tour to Taste Buds since they are new to Nashville. So that sounds fun to me. I hope you will go and do something that sounds really fun to you today as well. Have a great one, and I will see you next week. <laughs>